0: <laughs> Good morning to Shishiroda Kollachandji Dam. Good morning to all of the assembled devotees. Happy Kartik everyone. Uh, we made God. it again. And we look forward to doing this again and again and again according to Krishna's mercy. There is always a degree of excitement in the air, but for some reason there's even more excitement this morning the their lordships Look totally beautiful this morning. Look totally beautiful, fitting for the occasion. So I am praying that whatever words or thoughts that the Lord and Gurudev put on my heart, that they touch someone today. That is the goal. It's always about the Lord, always about. Lord Krishna. So we're reading from Canto 1, chapter 10, and text 23. And this is all relating to Lord Krishna's entrance into Dwarka, But... I always like the beginning of the uh, when we're doing the scriptures or reading. There's always a, a beginning point where you sit still enough and listen about the love that Krishna has. Uh, not only for Radharani, but for all of us, he has great love. So, as usual, we'll sing that, and thank you for the variety. Of cartels this morning. We'll sing Jayarada Radha Madhava.
1: Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Madhava Kuncha Bihari. Jaya Gopijan Navalaba. Kirivara Jaya Yamuna Tira vanachari Yamuna Tira yashur nandana brajachara ranjanaan yashur nandana brajachara ranjanaan hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare hare Jaya Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Madhava Kunja Bihari Raya Gopijana Valabha Kiri Varadari Raya Gopijana Valabha Yashura nanja na braja chara Yashura nanja braja chara Yamunati Yamuna Jai Radha Kalachandira Radha Kalachandira re Jai Radha Kalachandira Radha Jaya jaya joghanath, Jagannath, Jagannath, Jaya jaya joghanath. Jaya jaya balade, balade, jaya, jaya, balade, balade. Jaya Jaya Subhadra 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 Jaya Jaya Subhadra Jaya Jaya Gauri Chai Gauri Jaya Jaya Gauri Chai Jai goroharibo haribo haribo jai goroharibo Jai nila prabhatade jai
0: Now before we go into the um uh, the text. I'd just like to mention, um, even though we know it is standard procedure that devotees attend the morning programs, and I am not dismissing it. I do realize it is a challenge for most of us, uh, especially in the pandemic. So I'm saying that to say I'm very appreciative of you being here this morning because you could have chosen another direction. So the very fact that you're here. Thank you very much, and even if you have to leave immediately, that's okay, but it's important to acknowledge um, good tendencies and tendencies that are not so good, and sometimes we're very good at acknowledging the bad ones, but when I see things like that, they may look, seem little to someone else, but to me, it's a big thing, so much, much appreciated. So text 23 chapter 10 canto 1 Lord Krishna's entrance into Dwarka
1: Om namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya. Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya. Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya. Om gananjana shalakaya chakshonmilitam jena shri guruve namaha. I was born
0: in the darkest of ignorance. My spiritual master opened my eyes with the torch of knowledge. My most humble obeisances to my spiritual master. Most humble obeisances.
1: And his spiritual
0: master, Srila Prabhupada. Uh, let's see, text 23.
1: Why am Chaguru Bir Viprahi Sadarahi Stavirahi Api? Ashir bir ujjamano nya Vandibi's chavishat puram Swayam cha guru bir Sadaraya Staviraya api Ashir bir ujjamano nya Vandibi's chavishat puram Swayam cha
0: guru bir viprahi api Ashir yuja Mano Nyar Puram. Who would like to tackle that text? Text 23. That's not it?
2: That's
0: not it? Oh dear. Okay. I take full responsibility Okay, how about this? We just go with it. We'll just say, Um,
1: Swayam Cha Gurubir Viprayi Sarari Stavira Api
0: Ashabir Yujamano Inyera."
1: Vandibis Javishat
0: Translation here is: Then the Lord personally entered the city accompanied by elderly relatives and invalid brahmanas with their wives all benedictions and singing the glories of the lord others also praise the glories of the lord the brahmanas in society were never attentive to banking money for future retired life when they were old invalids they used to approach the assembly of the kings. And simply by praising the glorious deeds performed by the kings along with their wives, they would be provided with all necessities of life. Such brahmanas were not, so to speak, flatterers of the king. But the kings were actually glorified by their actions And they were sincerely still more encouraged in pious acts by such brahmanas in a dignified way. Lord Sri Krishna is worthy of all glories. And the praying brahmanas and others were glorified themselves by chanting the glories of the Lord. Now what is totally interesting is even though there is a um, difference of the text, or shloka on the board, <laughs> I'll have you know that uh, Antiriyami totally did a different text herself. So Krishna loves playing with us. This is text 23, and I'm looking at what I was reading last night. And unless text 23 just jumps around... Um, I did not, I did not grasp this. This is interesting. Sometimes, um, let's look at it this way. Krishna likes to challenge us. Um, and many times we're caught off guard. Um, and that's kind of the tests for devotees before I get into the test. Uh, As devotees, we are always supposed to be prepared for anything and everything. And if we're not prepared, we always fall back on the mercy of Lord Krishna and Sri Guru, which is why, another reason, it's important to take a guru. Not that I'm pushing people to take gurus, but it's important. That's that support. That's that backing that one uses. So in text 23, it speaks of the brahmanas in society. And ordinarily, brahmanas are not uh, ones that one would consider banking, money. Uh, we're not supposed to lend it or give out. It's just the opposite, from my understanding of reading the scriptures Brahmanas are usually gifted with funds. And this was prior to Kali Yuga. People are still doing it now. Um, but it speaks of the Brahmanas when they were invalids and how they approached the king. And simply by praising the glorious deeds performed by the kings along with their wives... They would be provided all necessities of life. And what's interesting is that these brahmanas were not, so to speak, flatterers of the king, but the kings were actually glorified by their actions. And see, I'm thinking in those times, prior to Kaliuk, that the brahmanas were favorable to the king. And this doesn't necessarily say they weren't, but they weren't trying to flatter them. Which brings me to an interesting topic because I included it in the text that I actually wrote up. Indirectly, it was speaking of devotional service and it was speaking of the many types of devotional service. Um, One of them is... Worshiping the Lord, Uh, let me get this right. But it dealt indirectly with when we are gifting the Lord with gifts. And in this day and age, sometimes we think that, yes, it is very nice to give 10% of our income, whatever income we have, whatever we're able to give to the Lord— And that's another one that falls under time, place, and circumstances. Sometimes devotees really are barely getting by, but to give something of their uh, income is very important. Very important. What one sees happening today is that very few devotees we're now seeing in the temple, some because... Of the pandemic Um, they're hesitant to come around the crowds and the others that are coming and it's very wonderful that they do um, they will give some donation yes Krishna does not deter one from giving donations but it's in the mood that one does it devotional service is very important Giving in the mood of devotional service is very important. But here it mentions that the kings, even though they were uh, the uh, Brahmanas, even though they were praising the kings, they weren't really flattering them. And that goes back to speak of, And once this is out my mouth, I can't take it back, so forgive me because I mean it in the most pos- uh, most positive way. Sometimes when we are giving donations, we think we're doing Krishna a favor. And that's wonderful. It's wonderful, Seva, to give a donation. But it's in the mood of devotion that it must be given because externally other people see. What a wonderful devotee, they're giving such a nice amount of Lakshmi. Krishna sees inside the heart of that devotee, and yes, while he accepts it, the mood in which the devotee gives is important. It's not to be considered a business transaction. It's not, Krishna, I give you this, you give me that, you give me a wonderful partner, a Intelligent children, beautiful residents, that's not the exchange that one is to make with Krishna. And I wanted to mention the nine processes of devotion, because in a sense, this is exactly what the brahmanas are doing when they're flattering the king. But ultimately, to rise above that, they're not being devotional, per se, to the king, they're serving in such a way that their mood of flattering is a benefit to the king, and therefore the king's response is to reciprocate in some way. always thought, coming into Krishna consciousness, that when one gave something, one should return or exchange, like reciprocate. While that may be true, it's not always necessary because at some point in time, you may be reciprocating for something that was done in a previous life. So think about it that way. Accept things that are being given to you. If it is in your heart to give back in a mood of devotion, do it. These are the nine processes or forms of devotion, which are very important, which, as I said, the brahmanas are exhibiting. Okay, so let's see in not necessarily in an order one two uh, hearing about the Lord, <laughs> hearing about the Lord, chanting his glories, remembering him, serving him. Worshipping him. Thank you. Serving and meditating on his lotus feet. Praying to him. Thinking oneself his eternal servant. Becoming his friend. And surrendering everything to him. Vedic historical examples of devotional service. And I, I like this because if you are not sure of what devotional service is, as I've said before, everything we need to know about life, anything, it's in the Vedic scriptures. An example was given of uh, Sravana, which is hearing. And one example was Maharaj Pariksha. He's using the last seven days of his life, the very last seven days of his life in that body, to hear from Sukadev Goswami reading the Srimag Bhagavatam, to chanting, which is Kirtanam, Sukadev Goswami reading the Srimag Bhagavatam, to Maharaj prediction, That is a form of chanting also. Three, remembering, which is Vishnu Smaranam, Vishnu Smaranam. For Maharaj was a perfect example of remembering the Lord. Now, if you've ever thought about how important it is to remember the Lord in times where there's nothing going on, no crisis, nothing, nada, it's quite simple. It's quite easy to remember the Lord. When a crisis comes up, when we're in the mode or the mood of fight or flight, unless one has practiced chanting the holy name, unless one has made the mantra part of their daily life, it's constantly on their tongue, vibrating, it is not so easy to chant the holy name when one is in a crisis. And that is why... When we go over some of the requirements or the um, the establishing proper sadhana, chanting is at the top. It should be at the top. Whether one is perfect in chanting, whether one is sincere in chanting, whether one is working on the chanting process, chant. It does have benefits, even if someone is chanting um, and they're maybe speaking in an offense, which is not proper, but even still, they will get some benefit. And Prahlad Maharaj, young boy, at such a young age, hearing about the scriptures while he was in his mother's womb, how fortunate he was, and then he comes out to the world. He's a son of hiranyakasipu Kasipu and his father has a tremendous ego, very unhealthy ego. And even in this day of Kali yug, I don't know that I've ever come across an individual, a father, that wanted to be above the Lord. I've come across individuals that thought they were the Lord. In earlier times when um, Let's say yogis were coming from India. They were always, most of them were giving the impression that they were as good as God. So we know better than that. But getting back to Hiranyakasipu, he wanted his son to look upon him as if he were the ruler. As if he were the supreme person. As if he were better than or bigger than God. And in this little child's mind, he wasn't an ordinary individual, but in his mind, he's constantly remembering Krishna. He's preaching about it in a way that he is able to preach about it to his schoolmates and his classmates. And that very process of remembering the Lord is what saves his life. So there are benefits. There are... Wonderful things that come from chanting the holy name. Not only are there benefits, but it seems to change the mood of an individual. You know, you're getting up in the morning or you're going somewhere and you're not really wanting to go or you're not really feeling it. Even chanting the Lord's name in some state of difficulty does lighten your load. And it's like putting on a shield of armor before you go out into the world. That is your shield of armor. But anyway, that is an example of remembering. Uh, Serving the Lord's feet, Padam Seva. Lakshmi Devi. You will always find Lakshmi Devi serving the Lord's lotus feet. in, In the scriptures, there's always mention of devotees that are always in the mood of serving the Lord. Here, there are so many different categories, not only in the temple, but in the world. There are so many different categories of serving the Lord. And when I was very new to Krishna consciousness, and as I was developing or trying to develop the mood of a devotee, and i'm still working on it because i never feel that i'm perfect i i just don't and we shouldn't even if we're close to it we should never feel that way someone else should say it but devotees were given simple uh services at my um at the previous temple where i was and i would look at the devotees that were maybe cooking or devotees that were on the altar, and I thought, wow, what a wonderful place to be because then I am really something. See, that's, that's in my naive, immature state. That's nothing. Krishna doesn't need me. But the point was, watching these individuals doing service, I felt that the devotees that were washing the pots, the devotees that were mopping the floor the devotees that were taking on seemingly to the untrained eye, inferior services, and there is no inferior service in serving Krishna, but I noticed that those devotees had the sweetest dispositions, the sweetest hearts. And to watch them, because I did, I'm very, very expert, and I don't know if it's good, but I'm very, very expert in just closing my mouth, and watching and observing. You pick up so much from individuals. Not, not like I'm just living in the moment of whatever that devotee is doing, but you want to find out about a devotee a little bit. Watch them while they're not knowing that they're being watched. That's what I did with these individuals these wonderful individuals that were in um, the previous temple in Michigan uh, where I came from. And this was maybe, what, 15, 20 years ago that I I really noticed it. And to this day, those devotees have grown up in Krishna consciousness. They've they've taken a a, a diksha. Um, Some have taken second initiation. And they have proved that it does not matter what you do in Krishna consciousness. Whatever service, whatever devotional service that you perform, Krishna sees it. If nobody sees it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And I've said this a couple of times, whether you are, it's nice, but it doesn't matter that if you're pujari on the altar or if you're sweeping the floor. It is devotional service. And to the degree that you are surrendered, that is the degree of your sincerity that the Lord sees. And that's another point I always like to make. When you think that you're not doing something or someone else thinks that you're not doing something properly and you know in your heart you're doing the best that you can, that's the point where you have to come to terms that Krishna's eyes... Krishna sees better than anyone else. And if no one else understands it, Krishna understands it. And to shorten that, of course the understanding is we should serve each other. We should serve devotees. That's a a very um, very high position today, to serve devotees. But the most sincere is that you're serving with the best of your ability. Krishna sees it and no matter what anybody else says, you perform your service. Even if everyone else is doing one thing, and you know certainly in your heart it's wrong, you don't do it. You go in the other direction. You go go in the direction of what is proper. And it's amazing how you find out over a period of time how devotees look at a situation like that. One was recently where devotees were not doing something properly. And, okay, this is out my mouth, so no offense to anyone. But uh, I remember mentioning to a devotee, you know, this isn't what we should be doing. And if you can share some information with a devotee in a proper mood, then it's Okay. You're not considered chastising the devotee, but I shared that with the devotee, um, that maybe this particular act that they were doing was not proper. (laughs) And their comment was, well, they're doing it. It was like that little kid in me that used to say, well, everybody else is doing it. I didn't say that too often because my parents didn't buy that. But it was kind of like, well, they're doing it, so why shouldn't I do it? Guru Dave Bhakti Swami, And there was a reason that I, he selected me because initially I didn't select him. I didn't select anybody. But I remember one point that comes to mind. The point was, if everybody else is doing the wrong thing, you do what you know is the correct thing. That's what Krishna sees. And that's kind of what you see in the uh, crowd right now. And I'm not going to mention that V word, but you see the crowd going in one direction and not so much thinking. We are to never, ever follow anyone or anything blindly. That's another part about Krishna consciousness that I like. The other uh, devotional service is, let's see, let's see. <laughs> Give me a minute. And if you know anything about me, you'll know that I can get on a roll. Oh, and I go off the subject, but it's all tied in to what's actually happening. Service. Okay, I'm going to toss this one out there. Can anyone think of a devotional service that I did not mention? Uh, Dr. Jason, I'm not putting you on the spot, am I? When I ask you, do you remember any other devotional services that one should undertake that is very important? Uh, One's uh, well-being... And to one as a devotee. Hmm, I'm listening.
2: Okay. Well, I I actually don't remember the list of devotional services that you mentioned. That's okay. Mentioned it. Mention <laughs> <one. laughs> and and I'm definitely not an example of service, but uh, but I. Um, uh, so so if you want me to just think of something, to, as a devotional service.
0: You absolutely can while uh, I know that Teriyami finds where she dropped off and that's another thing too when you're giving the scriptures, when you are surrendering I'm not blaming this on Krishna because Krishna's not responsible for what I'm doing but that's why one should never be afraid to um, to give a lecture. sometimes it will just go so smoothly and the next time, it will challenge you for whatever reason. So for this reason, I I would encourage people to still give lectures. The point that I have mixed my cards up for the lecture means absolutely nothing to Krishna. It allows me to interact. Sanantana Prabhu, do you, can you think of, uh, let's say, a uh, devotional service? Because I think you came in as I was mentioning them. Where's our our mic? Yeah, they're really... I I would say reading. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so so sorry, uh, Dr. Jason. Yes. No,
2: no, I just want to say that really quick before I pass the mic. Yes. Reading is a service. Okay.
0: (laughs) Yes, it is. Absolutely, it is. Ah, there we are. Yes, Anabin
3: Prabhu. Yeah, just uh, furthering what Jason Prabhu said, uh, he reading or hearing is one of the most important service, mm-hmm. And then from that, uh, all other um, purification happens. Then kirtanam means speaking about the glories yes, of the Lord yes, to others. And on, on the other side, you know, one can do services, simple services like washing the pots. Mm. It's one of the most uh, purifying services.
0: Yes, it is. Absolutely. We, that, those are the ones that we mentioned. Thank you again. Uh, because we mentioned the example of uh, hearing. And we talked about Pariksha using the last seven days of his life. And uh, Kirtanam, uh, Sukadev Goswami speaking. And I Originally, when I came to Krishna consciousness, I'm thinking Kirtan means anything that says kirta, Kirtan, I'm thinking that's singing. But You are actually singing the words and the praises of the Lord even when you're reading it as Sukhadeva Goswami did. Um, The other is, let's see, we've mentioned uh, serving and uh, Lakshmi Devi always serving the lotus feet. Um, Deity worship. Archanam. Now, I've heard different things about deity worship. Not quite sure where it applies, depending on where you are serving. But um, I've known—I know devotees that if they are serving the Lordship on the altar, that is their service. Instead of maybe having an altar at home, they put their personal association or experience of an altar in their serving the Lord, as that, and that is acceptable too. And another example, um, historically in uh, Vedic scriptures, is Maharaj Prithu. He used all of his elaborate uh, properties, whatever he owned, to serve the Lord. Uh, And in this case, he's a king, very, very rich, uh, but it does not matter if you serve the lord with elaborate uh, paraphernalia you can serve the lord with it's so it's so easy water flowers sincerely from the heart and the lord is just as appreciative so even in serving krishna it is never it is never a super endeavor it is not a hardship on a devotee The condition of your heart and the matter in which you are serving is what makes a difference. And it goes back to again the brahmanas as they're praising the king. And again their mood is they're not flattering the king. They're just praising him. Maybe they're doing it to encourage him. And I'm not going to rewrite the scripture or the purport. Srila Prabhupada did it perfectly. But Getting back to the devotional service and the different types, it does matter in the mood in which you're serving. Let's see the other let's see the other service. Ah And you know this one is one that I mention from time to time, but I don't hear a lot of devotees talking about it, but because of my background and where I come I come from, my mom was very, very um, adamant about about prayers. And I didn't realize at the time, you know when you're growing up, you don't realize what's going on in the family. You just know they feed you, they clothe you, they give you a place to live, and we don't get so much in their, into their lives. But as I was a teenager, I really focused on my mom praying. And it seemed like with the hardships that she was having, the deeper her prayers were. And I thought, I can't pray like that because at the time, I didn't have similar hardships. But live a little bit. Live long enough, and you will have challenges in your life. Pray. Yes, chanting is very important. Very important. But we need to learn how to pray again. Not many devotees, at least from my experience, um, honor that devotional act. I've gotten a lot better since I've come to Texas. I've changed a lot of my habits, and I think I've gotten better under the guidance and under the service of Radhakala Chanji. Uh, And I will not say that the devotees have not had an impact. They've had a tremendous impact, tremendous impact on me. But I have gotten better at serving. I can recognize what I'm doing, and I can correct myself immediately if it's not proper. But I'm also praying more to the Lord. And the mood in which I pray, I used to pray, is, you know, Lord, um, could you fix that or could you maybe change that a little bit? And that's still not right. It's like, Lord, this is in my heart. It should be. Lord, this is in my heart. I'm having a challenge with this. Please help me deal with this and arrange it in your most perfect way to be resolved in the best possible way for the highest good. Now, that's how, that was one of the ways that my mother-in-law used to pray, and I thought, highest good, I thought it was so hmm, blasé, passé, but it wasn't. Whatever prayers that we are praying, I don't think it's a good idea to arrange it in such a way that you're telling Krishna what to do. That's like giving him orders. In a way, it is like giving him orders. like, you know, walking up to one of the fast food services and saying, I want this, 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 and this. We're not supposed to do that with Krishna. We pray that we will get through it. At least this is what I do. I pray that Krishna will help me with the challenge that I'm having. He will help me to get through it he will also help me to accept the way in which he resolves the issue. And then in praying like that for me, because there are different ways, but that's my main prayer, that takes the pressure off of me and especially when I'm praying for someone else and I know they're having issues, I've started not praying in such a way that whatever that devotee is going through can be resolved in this manner. Sometimes the prayer is for their highest good. Please arrange, Lord Krishna, that they're able to bear or endure the resolution of how you solve their issues. Please help them, if they are so favorable, to come closer to your lotus feet. Because when you are under the shelter of the Lord's lotus feet, what possible thing can we fear? which is why it is always important to take shelter of the lotus feet, of also guru. So I'm saying that to say, if you've never prayed before, why not try it, especially in a time like this, even before a time like this? Pray. It's very
2: effective, praying to the Lord.
0: Uh, Let's see, praying...
2: Can I can I share something really? Quick?
0: Oh yes, yes, Doctor Jason, please share.
2: So I was always really inspired by seeing my mother pray, because she always prayed at the same time every day. Really. And and so it because she prayed at the same time every day. Well, actually, she prayed multiple times a day. Mm-hmm. Then I was able to see how it was a part of her life, you know, because hmm. it, it set an example that if that. And it, I think it, that's an example for the mind as well. Yes, it does. Because uh, then the mind can know, this is the time that I pray.
0: Exactly. Have you taken something from that?
2: Absolutely. I'm just
0: digging a little bit.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what you mean, but have I taken something? Well,
0: have you um, used that as an example for what you're doing? I mean, are Oh you absolutely.
2: Praying? She was the greatest example for me. Yes. All glories to my mother. All glories, all, to all
0: glories Prophet to Jesus all. all
2: glories to Mataji. And also, um, it, can I share something else? Yes, please. Oh, thank you. Um, I heard that that when, when were praying to the Lord, um, the the highest type of prayer mm-hmm. is simply, uh, you know, Thy will, Thy Thy will yes. be done, not mine. And please let me be of service to you. Yes. Yeah, and in, in that way um, we, can, we can realize that whatever material situation is happening is, is only temporary, but our service to the Lord is eternal. And so that's really what we have in life is our service to the
0: Lord. Very well spoken. Thank you, Dr. Jason. It is. Uh, and, and that's the way, you know, my mom started out praying, Thy will be done. It's like, uh, that's not saying a lot, Mom but thy will be done. And ultimately, Krishna's will will be done. It may not always please us initially, but whatever he does is for our good or for the good of an individual in which or who is going through a particular situation. That's a mouthful because We know a lot of devotees that are going through uh, certain situations. And, of course, you feel for them. We're human. We have feelings. However, not a single thing happens. Not a blade of grass moves. Nothing. Nothing. Not a without the mercy of the Lord, without the will of the Lord. And that's another challenge, too. Um, and that's in the process of uh, surrendering I think surrendering is on here but uh, but, 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 yep, surrendering most of us when we're surrendering this may be a little outside of uh, devotional service but it is part of it when we surrender we think the Lord is taking our will away he is not taking our will away he is giving us Oh, such monumental exchanges. He is giving us so much more. And how often I heard the uh, gurus, the sannyasis, make a point that when the Lord loves you, he begins to take away things from you. Yes, we're not so happy about that, but he takes things away from you, maybe, possibly because they are obstacles on your path to devotional service, maybe because, in addition to being obstacles on the path to devotional service, they're distractions. And there is nothing better in the world that I have come across in my years than the knowing the Lord, trying to know the Lord, and the association of the Lord. There is nothing better than that. And I pray that, you know, devotees that are listening here, devotees that will hear this in other parts of the world will understand no matter what is going on at a particular time in your life, there is nothing more important than The Lord, there is one prime thing that one should do when one is taking shelter of Krishna consciousness. Put the Lord in the center of your life because that way everything pivots around him. That way it would be ridiculous to have a distraction because the Lord's in the center, you're focusing on the Lord, and you expect the very best possible good Whatever the Lord is doing, it's good. Um, the other, um, let's see, the other seventh devotional service is executing orders, dasham. Um, example, Vedic history, Hanuman. Hanuman was not an ordinary uh, monkey, but for Lord Ramachandra, he executed Hanuman, executed Difficulties, difficult tasks for Lord Ramachandra. And even though he may have questioned what he was doing for Lord Ramachandra, he did it anyway. That is how we should be doing our service for guru to offer up to Srila Prabhupada. Take the understanding that you have selected a bona fide guru and that his orders are most perfect, and execute them. Will there be obstacles on the path? Yes, there are going to be obstacles on the path to devotional service. When one takes shelter, they usually think, we're beyond time, so I'm going to have to wrap it up, but they usually think everything is going to be perfect when they become devotees. No, it's not. As a matter of fact, as you are more involved with devotional service, as you are longer, as it becomes longer and longer that you're in service to Krishna consciousness and devotional service, when you take second initiation, you will realize that your tasks become even more difficult. But understand that the Lord's help is even more significant at that time. And As I said again, Hanuman was a perfect example of executing uh, orders for service. The eighth one is serving a friend. Sakyam. The Lord has such a special arrangement, such a special affection for Arjun, that he cared for him so much that he drove the chariot for Arjun. How fortunate we would be, we can be, to have the Lord as a friend. It is possible. But we have an example in the Scriptures that yes, it is possible to have the Lord as a friend, and that's that's also a process of devotional service. The last one, oh yes, we did mention this, so I was ahead of myself, is complete surrender again. Atma Now, that's an interesting one. And this devotee was so committed to serving the Lord, Bali Maharaj, as he was serving Lord Vamanadev. He offered him, he wanted um, land, and Bali Maharaj offered him what he had in three steps. I like this. Um, and that's a, that's a super level of surrender, Bali Maharaj, to not be concerned with what the Lord is going to take. Just allow it. Just, and as I was saying, surrendering to the Lord, you're getting a lot more than you're imagining in return. But do it in such a way that you don't expect anything in return. And it's even more it's even more fulfilling. It's even more it's a wonderful experience. It is a wonderful experience. And the level of experience that we're mentioning is uh Ah Dave, Lord Bhama Dave taking those three steps that Bali Maharaj is allowing. So in his first step, he covered, as he's growing in size, he covered the entire earth in all directions. His second step covered the heavenly planets and the rest of the universe. Well, after that, what else is left? So the Lord... Vamana Dave takes the final step because Bali Maharaj has offered his head for the Lord to put his lotus feet on, and he takes that final step on Bali Maharaj's head. And anyone else is thinking they he's lost everything. Actually, he gained everything, and the Lord situated him on a planet until such time as he was to move to another planet where he would fulfill whatever his desires were, he would be totally protected. And the, the uh, point of this last step of surrendering is don't be afraid to do it. Step out on a limb. Even if you're hanging by the skin of your teeth, hang on because the Lord's will is good. What he does is good for you and pray that you're in the mood to see that and to have that understanding when you surrender. Total surrender is not total loss. It is total gain. Okay. All right, we'll end at this point. And as I said, it's very interesting that Krishna is a, a trickster. We put partial Scripture on the, um, the board and it's not text 23 and what I did last night again is I covered an entirely different text interesting and I come to text 23 today totally unprepared had no idea nothing to read from what I did and I'm not special no big deal. What I did was I surrendered in my mind to Lord Krishna and to Guru Dave to help me through this. And hopefully I did a pretty decent job. So I'm saying that to say, don't fear preaching. Do not fear it. Take a step in that direction. Um, and hang on. And understand that as long as the Lord is in the center, he'll get you through anything. Does anyone want to say anything before we end? Yes, I have gone over schedule. Anyone? Feel free, please.
3: Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Uh, thank you for bringing out the point that we should pray every day. And thank you, for first of all, for the very nice class. Ah, very nice class. It was a wonderful class. It's nice to hear that we should emphasize on uh, praying every day. Mm. And actually, as devotees, we're supposed to be in prayerful, mo- prayerful mood mm-hmm. every moment. Yes. And chanting Hare Krishna itself is a prayer to engage ourselves in the service of the Lord. Yes, it is. And uh, so, and praying, I feel that praying itself is a service. It's, it's, it's a part of the devotional service in, in the big picture. Mm-hmm. And other point you mentioned about surrendering. Uh Yeah, surrendering does not mean we lose our free will. Surrendering means uh, we properly utilize our free will in the service of the Lord. So we still maintain our free will yes. and individual identity. We Surrendering does not mean we just merge into this effold, Brahman effolence. <laughs> we, we retain individual identity and individual identity means individual activities. Yes. So every devotee in the spiritual world also is serving in uh, some activity which is unique to that particular living entity and giving unique pleasure and happiness to Krishna in that service. just wanted to say that. Thank you.
0: Very well said, Prabhu. Very well said. Thank you so much. Um, It's so important to, if you feel something about what's being read or or you have an experience that you want to share, share it because someone else is probably feeling the same thing. And then share it because maybe someone else is afraid to open up and Prabhu is never afraid to open up and share and that is so important because it's a wonderful interaction between the speaker and the uh, the devotee that responds very rich exchange So yes Prabhu. And could you introduce yourself, because from what I'm understanding, you just happened upon the temple, because you have a relative in the area, is that right, your daughter? Yes, yes ma'am. So please introduce yourself.
2: My name is Kelly. Kelly, okay Kelly. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. And uh, I just, I appreciated what what you said, it reminded me of something, uh, though this universe I own, I possess not a thing, for I cannot. Know the unknown, if to the known I cling. Mm. Uh, it is what it is with the organism of the body and the ego embodiment and the suffering that is created mm. is a big let go. Yeah.
0: Yes, that's an interesting way of putting it, but I get your point. Thank you for sharing that. There's so many different ways to express your understanding of the Lord. Um, that's the wide range of Krishna consciousness. There's a connection, a bona fide connection with all of the bona fide religions and beliefs. So, thank you so much. So, no one else? We'll end at this point. Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Gorbhamana.